0: I don't know about you, but I love this time of year. There's so many things that just excites me about Christmas, and and I'm sure we all have different traditions and different things that we're celebrating with our families. And how many of you guys are the type of person you said after Thanksgiving we got to go get a tree, we got to go put the tree up, we got to decorate? Anybody after Thanksgiving people? Okay, what about any of you before Thanksgiving people? What's wrong with you people? You know, like we ain't even got past Thanksgiving. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I love Christmas, and it's a fun time to celebrate and a fun time to be with your family. And I've always wondered, you know, every family has their own traditions, their own kind of things that they're doing around Christmas. And I wish, uh, you guys ever seen the movie A Christmas Carol? Uh, you know, like Scrooge Ebenezer, he, he gets taken around. I, we, we actually watched some of this yesterday. We, we, we like the Walt Disney version with the cartoon characters and so I always envision Jiminy Cricket, you know, flying me around <clears throat> and uh, dropping me into other people's families. I wonder what that would be like at Christmas. What's different about your family, about your family dynamics at Christmas that's, that's different from mine? What are those traditions that we have that are different? And uh, I just think it would be so cool to like sneak, take a sneak peek into y'all's life. Some of you is like, absolutely not. My family is crazy. You are not invited to my family gatherings because there's unpredictable, no no telling what's going to happen and what's going to go on. Does anybody feel that way? Okay, good. I won't tell your family. All right. All right. Uh, So today, I want us to think about something. Uh, First, I want us to play a little game. All right. So uh, you got to play. So turn to your neighbor and say, you got to play. All right. So everybody's got to participate or it's going to be really lame. If I'm the only person playing this game, it's going to be really lame. All right, so I'm going to say a word, and I want you just to blurt out the, the next word that comes to mind, okay? Uh, so these are easy words. All right, are you ready? Everybody's got to do it. Say okay. 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 That was only half of you. All right, here we go. Ready? Milk. Okay. Most of you are normal and said cookies or cereal. You know what my wife said? Babies. I was like, what's she was like, I guess if you have four kids, you associate milk and babies in the. Anyways, here let's try again. Peanut butter. Yes. Good. Popcorn. Yes. Okay. Snow. Yes. Christmas. Yes. Ah. Oh. All right. So I gotta confess, I set you up and I'm visiting to preach to you, okay? I'm visiting to step on your toes. No, I'm just kidding. You know, Christmas means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Uh, for me growing up, uh, my family were loosely, like, uh, they believed in God. But none of them were really religious. They didn't really go to church. And so Christmas for me as a kid was all about the presents. Uh, let's just be honest. I could not wait to wake up and see what Santa Claus had left up under that tree. And it was, as I thought about Christmas as a kid and, and as I dreamt about what Christmas was supposed to be like. I had this hallmark mentality of what Christmas was supposed to be like. Where it's supposed to be special. Nobody's supposed to fight. And I remember, if I can be honest, I remember being disappointed at Christmas because my mom and dad would get in a fuss or an argument and I'd be like, it is Christmas. Like this is supposed to be special. And there's supposed to be snow on the ground. And there's supposed to be like a Christmas tree. And everybody sings and all the birds sing. And, and you, you know, you have this mindset of what it's supposed to be like. Everybody thinks about Christmas differently. And when you go out into our community and you live, we all live in this, in this American society. We're faced with a lot of different meanings and a lot of different, cl- uh, really, I, I would say it's, it's clutter. Things that come in that clutter up the true meaning of what Christmas is all about. And what I've learned is that the things that I grew up thinking about Christmas, that Christmas is actually not about that at all. It's not about having a white Christmas. It's not about the Christmas tree or hanging stockings or chestnuts roasting on open fire. That don't even sound good anyways. I don't know what that is. But it's not about that. Christmas is about the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And sometimes we lose our focus and we we get so swept up in the holiday spirit that we lose the truth of what christmas is all about and 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 here's what i had to learn is that when i evaluate my life and i think about christmas can i be honest with you sometimes christmas is a hard time of the year sometimes it's hard because it reminds me of all the things in my life that are broken it reminds me that my family is dysfunctional it also reminds me of what I don't have instead of what I do have. People that I've lost that are no longer a part of my life. It, sometimes it's just really hard. And Christmas doesn't seem very joyful. As a child, I remember facing and wrestling with disappointment. Because Christmas didn't always happen the way it should happen. And I had to realize something. Is that in my mind and in my heart, I have bought into a meaning of Christmas that God never intended for it to be. God didn't give us the Christmas season so we could have a Hallmark moment so our families could be joyful around the fire. Those are great things. And my family has traditions and, 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 and things that, that are going on in their life that, that, that I love. And I, I love seeing my grandmother. I love getting with my aunts and uncles, and they're crazy, but I love them. And it reminds me of the good things. But it's not always easy. And I want to encourage you to do something this year. I want to encourage you to edge out all the other meanings of what Christmas is for you, and I want you just to focus on the true meaning of Jesus. Make room for Jesus in Christmas this year. Let me share a little passage here, because this is not a new thing. In fact, in Luke 2, we're going to see that in the very beginning, when Jesus was born, there was the very struggle that I just mentioned. There wasn't room for him. In Luke 2, verses 4-7, through it says, Joseph also, also went up to the town of Nazareth in Galilee, to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house in the line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no room available for them. So we see just a little glimpse into how the Savior was born into this world, and this is what stood out to me, is that the king of the universe, God in the flesh, Emmanuel, God with us, chose to be born into this family, put himself, placed himself into the family of Mary and Joseph. that he would, as a small babe, be raised to a man. He put himself there and he placed himself. And there's a couple of things that, that, that was just obvious to me. Is one that when God came to this world, there was no room for him. There was no room. And I began to think, I said, well, how is that even possible? Joseph and Mary is going back to Bethlehem, you know, to, to take part of a census that had went out, uh, the, the the call for them to come back. But I started thinking, I said, where was Joseph's family? Where's his grandma? Where's his aunts? Where's his uncles? His cousins. How could Joseph show up with his pregnant wife, soon-to-be wife, and not have a place to go? Why would someone from that community not take him in? And it hit me, and I said, you know, a, Joseph and Mary weren't in high class. If they were to have money, they would have, um, they would have people willing to take them in, to minister to them, or to encourage them. Oh, well, come here. There's no way... I'm going to let my niece, pregnant, sleep in a cow trough. I mean, a cow stable. You know what I'm saying? Think about that. Where's Mary's family? And it occurred to me that their family is dysfunctional. Joseph is, like, intending to marry this old girl here who's already got a baby in her belly. Something ain't right. God came into the world despised. He entered into human existence and there was no room for him. His own people rejected him. And here's what I want to encourage you with this year, this Christmas season, is don't do the same thing. Will you make room for Jesus? Will you edge out some of this other stuff? Well, hey, I would encourage you to, this is the same challenge I have to give myself. I have to stop relishing on the ideas of what I think Christmas should be and put my focus on Jesus because that's what Christmas is all about. It's about our Lord, it's about our Savior. It's about God coming to this earth, presenting himself and saying, hey, I am coming to you. The greatest gift ever given to humanity didn't come with a bow on it, it came in a manger. I want to encourage you this year As your families gather, this could be a big step for some of you because I know what my family's like. My family knows me, but they'll also tell me everything that they really think. You know what I mean? I want to encourage you to hit the pause button and say, hey, can we read the real meaning of Christmas together? Open up your Bibles, look at Luke chapter 2, and just read it as a family. He says, this is what, guys, I love presents, and we love getting together, and we love the food and the laughter. We're trying to keep the dysfunction down. But here's what this is really explaining, is that God came to a broken, dysfunctional world. He came to fix the brokenness. And Jesus is healing our families, guys. He is putting things together that have been lost, that have been broken. Will you take a moment this year and slide aside all those other things that Christmas means, and will you make Jesus a high priority and say, let's celebrate the Lord. God who came in the flesh for you and I.